So, what did we just watch? We just watched 12 Monkeys. Um, what was the... Do you remember the first time you watched 12 Monkeys? Not specifically, but... I, I remember not understanding it. Mm. I remember... Uh, I, I was a big fan of Bruce Willis as a kid. Uh, loved all of his movies. I can probably name every single movie he was in <laughs> right now. <laughs> just... Uh, just because I was that I was that kind Obsessive. of fan. Um, fanatic. Yeah. Hmm. Followed him all the way all the way through Moonlighting, his T V series and then the diehards and all that. But he was a really good comedian, good actor. Uh and he's kind of disappeared the last few years doing trash B movies. But anyway, uh so I watched this in ninety five when it came out. Saw it on VHS and it's another one of our blockbuster rentals where you watch it and you don't move again right and uh, uh, I was bored by it then and I was bored by it now <laughs> yeah it was um... well, well let's go through let's let's start at the beginning okay because there's a, a it starts in a, the future I guess right and there's a, a big steampunk vibe I mean it's not even a vibe it's there it's all over the place yeah, it's it doesn't it's uncomfortable to look at and the movie the movie is it sickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I uh, tell so, so what I'll use to describe this whole movie sickly, sickly colors, sickly camera angles, sickly behavior. And like hospital gurneys and tubes and lots of tubes, and lots of asses as well. There's a lot of ass. There's a lot of ass in this movie. For three butts. Three butts, and that's three too many. <laughs> wait, wait, is it? That make it six butts, because is each is each butt, a, each cheek a butt or never mind. No, no, the whole butt is a butt. Right, so within twenty twenty nine minutes, I marked it. You know, there was three arses. <laughs> there was three arses getting washed. It was rapid succession of the butts. And uh, soap, soap on butt, and um, big sponges on arses as well. A lot mm. of sponges on arses. You don't see butts, male butts in movies very often, so it was a treat. What do you think of the the production value? I it looked cheap in some parts. Yeah, it it looked cheap in some parts, but expensive in other parts, like uh, the equipment they use, uh, the future play. You know, no, I'm not going to say expensive in some parts. I'm going to say well researched by a production person. What they done is they basically found old abandoned places. And uh, says, okay, this will be our future cage where we keep Bruce Willis. <laughs> and our, yeah, they used to do experiments on animals in this building. So, yeah, we'll use that for our future cages. And then we'll put some, some lights through the bars and it'll look all futury. The mad scientist vibe. Yep. Um, and um, I, didn't, I didn't like being there in the future. No. And it was kind of cartoony and the people, the people in charge... Do you think there's... I don't know. There's something wrong there. Do you think this movie is style over substance? Yes. Me too. I think the... You know the, the music, when the music starts at the beginning? And it's like, wee wee, wee wee, wee wee wee. It's, it's hard on your ears. And mm-hmm. the movie is hard on your eyes. And you're just always on edge you're while always you're watching it. Never relaxing. Ugly. Mm-hmm. And just uncomfortable yep and uh um 
And I, did, I really didn't understand. Like, I was confused, like you said, when I first watched it. And I was confused this time as well. And, like, the movie happens too fast. And I don't know enough information about anything. And then it's going back and forth, back and forth. I don't know why. Mm. They don't show it. We don't show them. We don't see, really. All right, here's a question. Uh, who who was Bruce Willis in this movie? What was his character? In what way? What did you... You saw him as a boy. You see him as an adult. And he's on a mission. But him, that character, Cole... Um, his character was nothing. He was just... Go to this place, exposition, exposition, 12 monkeys, 12 monkeys. Who was he as a person? I don't know. I don't know either. It, it was sort of just, here's Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> this movie has Bruce Willis, but the main character uh, was nothing. Wasn't really defined by anything, or did he have a past? Um, he had... Well, did he have a job before that? Was he born during the virus? Or I, after, I'm confused. No, he was born before because he was in the airport as a kid. Right. So he was watching as a kid, survived the virus. And because uh, one of the prophets outside pointed at Willis and yelled, You're one of us. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was trying to say that you're one of the survivors. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of. Uh, yeah, it was hardy, hardy follow the. Uh, um, the aesthetics of this movie were uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. This was an uncomfortable movie, and it, and as we got on through the movie, it made me not like it. I didn't, I didn't want to be there anymore. And <laughs> you know, Terry Gill- Gillingham will say, "Well, I did my job." That's exactly the vibe I was going for. Is that just his aesthetic? He just, I'm like Brazil made me feel like this uncomfortable. Well, we talked about the future scenes and. Uh, you have that big eye with the TV yeah. screens and the air, the chair that, that zooms them up to the air. Mm. And it's not really necessary. It's not necessary because they're right there at a table in front of you. So these are just, like like you said, style over substance. Just extraneous things cluttering the area. We're going to keep your eyes busy and we're going to move the camera around a lot and be really uncomfortable and sickly and gross. Everybody is going to be somehow either they're going to look like a human condom <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> or they're gonna look like slimy, like mm. they wear slimy clothes, exactly. like a uh, wet clothes or not wet clothes, but you know those it's like dingy shim. You know, in the future, they're there. Everybody's got a shimmering, clear sh- plastic looking coat on or mm-hmm. something. That, um, so it's just gross looking. Everything feels slimy and, yeah, and dirty, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they all look like Nazis. Yeah. This movie, yeah, so they, we don't explain where he comes from. It's I don't even like him too much. I don't care. No, I really didn't care about anybody in this. What did you think of, uh, what is her name? Madeline Stowe. Madeline Stowe. I thought she was the best in the movie. Mm-hmm. Best. She was awesome. Like one of those maybe underrated performances. Because even the way she answered the phone when she's sleeping, she wakes up as if she's you know, getting the phone from mm-hmm. waking up. I don't know, she she did a good job. She felt, she felt real. She, aye, she felt like a real a real character. Mm. And everybody else didn't. She was maybe in a different movie. <laughs> yeah, maybe she was taking it more serious than, say, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was, like, allowed to go he, crazy. Yeah. They he just, was 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> he pointed the camera at Brad Pitt and says, "Do the hell, do whatever you want." Yeah, it could be goofy. And the he's also surrounded in that hospital by every cliched crazy person. Everybody's drooling because that means you're crazy. And they're tied to beds and they're watching TV and they're and what it's always it's like a cartoon. They're all watching cartoons. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not a nice. And there's this crazy priest guy or whatever the crazy guy talks about being on Pluto and it, yeah. it's just ticks every box for craziness, doesn't it? So that part is great. Like, all of that is, like, kind of hyper-realistic craziness. And then you have the weird, you know, love story. Like, the serious... This is a serious love story and serious consequences. Mm-hmm. It's like, well... So... I don't get... Uh, what did you make of uh, Brad Pitt in this? Like, was he good or was he just... In, I kept in seeing... Dull? I kept seeing... um. Tyler Durden from Fight Club. Mm-hmm. I kept, I kept seeing, I kept seeing, uh, um, the character he plays in Seven. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, he used to get that same haircut and he's, he always moves, moves his hands, gesticulates in that way. Yeah. Maybe it's just his. That's like a Brad Pitt thing. Brad like Pitt. Like a 90s Brad Pitt thing, because Tyler was like that. He did the mm. like a flicking of the fingers. We should uh, watch that someday. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't, uh, lots of problems with this one, uh. I was mostly just bored. <laughs> like I said earlier, it was the first first that's what I felt like the first time I watched it and I thought, hey, maybe I'm older now. I'll be able to appreciate it a bit more and I did appreciate some aspects of what they were doing. Like what did you expect going into it? I thought it would be more interesting mm. than it was. Uh it what it's just one of them things. Maybe it's it thinks it's really smart, but it's kinda not. Mm-hmm. Like I kept thinking, Bruce Willis says something like, "We live like worms mm-hmm. in, in the future." Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, you live like worms, um, but time travel. <laughs> Mostly, the the future people have mastered time travel, mm-hmm. yet they they still live. They can't get rid of the animals upstairs, or is the virus still airborne in the future? But they 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 can't die. Obviously, they're 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 underground and why was he remember he had that suit on yeah but he had like you know the thing the hood over his face and then he had like mm-hmm. a breathing he couldn't breathe those s- snorkel thing right. but his no his nostrils weren't so there's something what? they the air is poisonous right yeah. i guess they can't go outside because poison in the air um but if he survived the initial outbreak wouldn't he be immune anyway yeah, they should have showed the virus take over. Well, what did what did Bruce Willis do? Needs more virus. Needs more virus. That's <laughs> one of the reasons we watched this is because it was part of our outbreak series, right? Yeah. And this is just outbreak with time travel. <laughs> and there was more time travel than outbreak. Mm. Outbreak yeah. outbreak was fun. Like that was a cheesy nineties schlock fest. Um, this was a. It probably came out around the same time as Outbreak. Like I, I remember my friend really liked this movie, and is this was this a popular movie? I don't remember. What. It was it was critically popular. Hmm. So I'm thinking that your friend probably said, maybe he's one of those people that thought, um, they want to be with the in crowd. They they whatever the critics are loving, he will like. I don't know. Maybe I'm just like, making. 
and I'm too stupid to get it. I don't get this movie. I, I get I get the movie. I get everything that was going on. Nothing. But like, do you get why this is is considered good? Uh yeah, because it's it's different, right? It's not like any other movie you could watch. You you can't really think of a, a movie that's quite like this one, and that and it's that in itself is to be applauded. I guess was boring. I know it's boring. That I'm <laughs> supposed to be older and more mature, and I was bored all not all the way through, and not not at the end. The ending was good, but uh, it it maybe needed. 30 minutes cut off the end or the middle or somewhere he needed to lose some time yeah it seemed excessively long it, it moved too fast the movie moved too fast but it was also too long <laughs> <laughs> is everyone is everyone in the future crazy yeah because they act cartoony and over the top and exaggerated definitely so they exaggerated they like, so they're they, all crazy is that a, is that a, is that what living underground has does to people? Or is that just the Terry Gillum style of people mm. in charge or wacky? I'm thinking it's hard to say because you look at his movies, Time Bandits and stuff, and and Brazil, and they are weird, and everyone's crazy and futuristic and steampunk. Um, yeah, I guess I don't. So I don't know. Maybe we we were thinking maybe people living underground. For so long, and that's what makes them nuts. Yeah, let's go with that. Right, let's go with that. Let's give the... It, yeah, anyway, the movie, for me, outstays its welcome. And uh, if you mm. could if you could master time travel as a race, then I'm thinking you could probably... Figure out the virus. Uh, the, so here's a problem. Try and explain this for me. Mm. So at the end, Bruce Willis calls him from the airport. He leaves him. He leaves a report with them, right? And he says, "Hey, future people, twelve monkeys, blah 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 blah." Okay. Yeah. He's making that message in nineteen ninety six. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the future, when when they're planning on sending someone back through time, they are they should already know about the twelve monkeys. Even before they ask Bruce Willis to go on the mission to talk because to volunteer, they, were, they should have had. They should have got that message. Because he's, he's, he's already sent the message in 96. So they would know that Bruce Willis is the guy who's going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, would know, they would know about the 12 monkeys. So why send him back to investigate it when they, when they already know about it? It's maybe it's, maybe it's a timey-wimey timey loop. I'm not sure. They've said something as well. Bruce Willis said something about uh, different dimensions. So Yeah, I thought this was just time, not different dimensions. Yeah. So, um... I just need more information, movie. How did the movie make you feel? Just annoyed, I guess, and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I really don't like the the aesthetic of his movies, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've only watched Brazil in this one, and I don't know what else he's done, really. Fear, Fear and Loathing, Las Vegas. Didn't like that either. Did you? No. No. I thought that was a, it, it was a good first 20 minutes, and then it went crazy, and 
Nah, so really settling. What is that? Really self indulgent. Yeah, he's got. Yeah, what is that? What is the word for watching a Terry Gillingham movie? It's uh, jittery. Makes you makes you feel anxious. You want to scratch you. Like, yeah. Like, I want to have a shower after watching that. Yeah, it's it's just prickly and icky. Yeah, yeah, sickly and ugly. He makes ugly movies, ugly looking movies. Maybe mm-hmm. to other people they might be beautiful looking movies. I don't like it. No. And you you even see that in something like uh, Monty Python. Mm. He did. Terry did all of the animation for Monty Python and those animations are all really steampunky punky and with tubes and Really? Yeah, like weird weird things. Yeah. It's, it's a def, definite unsettling. Style. Unsettling, yeah. But for all its unsettledness, mm-hmm. um I just found it really bland. You weren't intrigued by the him going crazy and then he deciding that he loves Music. this woman and yeah the woman and I mm, didn't care no I didn't I didn't care either they had no chemistry they had in my zero, no no they had zero chemistry okay. none she was she is she was a good actress she did her best and I think maybe she's one of the better actresses who, who doesn't really get enough work yeah but like you said it was kind of she was in a different movie. Like she tried to bring it. I don't know. It's like it was really like crazy and manic people. This weird mad scientist thing, and then she's like trying to help this mentally ill person, and she ends up falling in love with him. And like, yeah, it's like what is happening? It, Two moods you, there. Yeah, you, exactly. You see them, um, together, and then suddenly he'll disappear, zomped back to the future. Yeah, and then he'll wake up with these. Nasty looking, um, weirdos Wacky, yeah. singing singing to him. Because mm-hmm, he was successful. Singing the Blueberry Hill thing with we have painting in the background that was weird. The, like is this is the movie supposed to be evo- like evoking? Like he's supposed to be like mentally ill, or you know, mm-hmm. his mind gets messed up from the time travel. So is this movie supposed to look like crazy to like? You know, emphasize what he would. Oh, yeah. Be looking at and like feeling and like. Maybe maybe we're we're seeing it through his eyes because yeah. he sees the same person and the same people a lot yeah. through the movie. They sees that guy on the escalator, and, uh, and he may... their faces change. Their face... Yeah, sometimes their faces but they change. They kind of look the same. I'm just I'm very confused with no, this movie. It, yeah, so maybe that's the whole point is that we're seeing things. I don't know. I I think maybe they're trying to be smarter than they think. Yeah, I don't know if I don't get it or if it's just... I hate it. Okay, what do you think? Um, I didn't like the ending. That's, that's an unsatisfying ending for me. Yeah. just And it was long. Like She was looking at him for like a long time. Mm-hmm. And it, It's one of those things where he, he sees the dream. He sees, he, reali- he, he sees this dream all the time. And... We know it's him. We know he's the one who's going to die. Yeah. And the movie's just going to make this big old loop and tie it up in a wee knot. And I'd have bought it and say, see, we're smart. We did all this stuff. And I'm thinking, I'm not satisfied over here. Hey, mate, you know that part where you've got to entertain people? I'm over here, kind of bored. <laughs> they missed. 
What about here's here so so the guy who steals the virus goes on the plane and sitting next to him is the lady mm-hmm. from the future. Mm-hmm. Now is that if is that her in the past? That must have been her in the past, right? I think so. But what if it what if what if when Bruce Willis sends his last report, they get the final piece and they know where this guy is. Mm-hmm. So they send her back to do the to final. do the final assassination, mm-hmm. and um he is uh he's basically saved the day because um this guy is there and she knows and she's right beside him to assassinate him at some point during the flight. Was it too convenient? Mm, too convenient. Um, uh, so yeah, she's pretending to be someone at the end. She says, "I'm an insurance. I'm an insurance." Mm-hmm. So she's. That would that's what suggests to me she's from the future. She is insurance. If 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 Cole never shot him, she is the insurance to get him. Oh, I see. So and that way it's kind of happy ending, I guess. If if her theory is correct, um, the world doesn't end. Interesting. And Bruce Willis, the boy, gets to grow up and have a normal life like mm-hmm. he always wanted. So you could Happy read it, ending. yeah. You could read it like that, but when I that's probably what it is. But again, we're kind of confused. Because I didn't get a sense when she was in that scene that she was like, like there was no tip off for me that she was from the future. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Cause I when I first saw this, I assumed she was just that was her taking a flight, and she was younger. But but when she said. The insurance part, you're like, oh. When I said maybe. it, now, now, because I'm, you know, older and I think about it a wee bit more. Yeah. Maybe that's where they were going for, and mm. it ends on a happy note. Is it supposed to be ambivalent? Like we don't, or you don't know. Maybe, and even if it is, that shit's unsatisfying. Mm. Tell me, keep it. So that's the that's the, I guess that's the whole thing about what that's our whole point about this movie was confusing, didn't explain too much, was in such a hurry to get from A to B to C to D. And we're still asking questions about B and C. Yeah. And, uh, and yet it was boring. It's yeah. confusing and boring. Confusing and boring. Um. Mm-hmm. So, uh, twelve monkeys. What would you give it? Out of um twelve monkeys, how many monkeys would you give twelve monkeys? I give twelve monkeys. Four monkeys. Oh, that's tough. That is that's tough. Four monkeys is. It was pretty brutal. That is that is a harsh sentence, I guess. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was as good as Outbreak. I had more fun with Outbreak. Yeah. I didn't have any fun with that. No, so, that was a slog to look at. If, to hear. It's one of those movies when you leave a cinema and uh, everybody's kind of thinking, what did we just watch? You're walking out of the cinema and that music is playing at your back. Wayne, Wayne, Like you're not <laughs> sure how to feel. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you're just leaving and... Some people will nod and say, yeah, that that was all right. That was kind of good. Whoa, that blew my mind. And other people are like, I don't know what to feel. (laughs) Awful music. Anyway, I would give, (laughs) (laughs) I would give this five monkeys out of 12. (laughs) Out of 12. Because it was, yeah, five, five is a mediocre score, but I don't. I don't think the movie was mediocre. But it no. It's a good movie. It's a really good. It's a good film. It's a well made piece of art, is what I'll say. But 
It never entertained me. I was bored. <laughs> I was annoyed. I felt gross and sick. I need to wash my balls now. <laughs> I need to get right in there with one of those arse fucking sponges <laughs> like Bruce Willis uses. I feel gross. I don't ever want to watch it again. That's a one and done movie. Yeah, I don't need to watch that again. I'll never in my life watch Two Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> so four and five. So what did we just watch? <laughs> we just watched 12 Monkeys. We sure did. And, never uh, again. Never again. <laughs>